Can you imagine if your podcast ran like a well-oiled machine? Oh, just sit there and like, oh, I know everything's going to happen. I know it's going to go out on time. I know everybody's going to do their job and they're going to follow it through. And it's not a weekly crisis. It's not like a, it's like, oh, I have to do, gosh, I got to get around to doing my podcast this week. No, I get to do my podcast because I know what I'm talking about this week. And I know all the stuff's going to get done on the back end, all the post-production. And I know that it's going to go out on time. And you don't have to babysit it. Welcome to the Pod Circle Podcast, where we bring practical tips and insights for every podcaster. Whether you're just getting started or you're already a seasoned podcast pro, these conversations dive into all the topics that matter most to you. So today we're finishing out our series on outsourcing your weaknesses by building out your podcast team. And we started this series by introducing the importance of outsourcing your weaknesses, which just simply means delegating, hiring, or abandoning the things that you aren't good at or the things that just simply aren't worth your time so that you can spend your time and energy on the things that only you can do best. So today we're talking about outsourcing your weaknesses by adding a podcast producer to your team. So in a second, Mackenzie's going to tell us what a podcast, (laughs) kind of read a bit of a job description of what a podcast producer is. But first, I want to kind of talk a a little bit about clarifying some of the confusion over uh, what a podcast producer does. So for instance, a podcast producer is oftentimes confused with a podcast editor. And while the podcast producer sometimes edits the podcast, that's not always the case. I want to get that out there first and foremost, because I think that can be a kind of confusing distinction that people use podcast producer, podcast editor interchangeably when they're not, yeah. al- they're not always doing the same thing. So Mackenzie, mm-hmm. what is a podcast producer? What does a podcast producer do? What are they responsible for? Well, a podcast producer makes your life easier. So a mm-hmm. podcast producer is going to facilitate regular planning sessions to brainstorm upcoming episode topics, potential guests and ad campaigns. We actually suggest and do with some of our clients quarterly sessions. And so we all get on a Zoom call. We all talk through it. We're really strategic in let's plan out the next quarter. And that right there just in itself I think takes away so much of the pressure and the angst around putting out a show that's consistent. And often we do this for people who have weekly shows. So we're like, let's talk about everything we're going to talk about for the next quarter. It just makes the show better. It makes it more fun. It's laid out. Yes. Yes, you can go in and like, oh, I want to slot in this topic here. You can always change it, tweak it or whatever. But it just, it takes a mountain and it reduces it to a molehill, if that makes sense. Yes. I, don't know, I don't know if I'm mixing metaphors there, but that's what it feels like to me. And I think really, honestly, what it does is it creates more flexibility for you. We did an episode all about creativity and you can be more creative when you have a plan. And that's when right. you say like, hey, this is this is what we think will happen. And if the creative geniuses don't come down on me in a timely manner, I've got something that I can sit down and record. So yeah. Second, a podcast producer is going to research topics that will be discussed on upcoming episodes and deliver this as a one sheet to host prior to recording day. Literally just created one yesterday for one of our clients. Mm -hmm. Um, And just get strategic if it's an interview or if they're doing a solo episode or um, sometimes we do like testimonials with uh, clients of our clients. And so a producer can build that out for you. They're going to kind of help you sit down and have all the information you need in one place rather than having all the things in your head. They'll just boil it down for you to the most important information. It's a roadmap. Yes. They'll create a roadmap. 
Yeah. Uh, third, they're going to document upcoming episodes on a shared content calendar. We often use Google Sheets. It's just really great because everyone has access to it. And then this will include like a working episode title as well, um, recording dates and release dates and just keep everybody on schedule. So what maybe you're gathering right now is there is like part project manager in this, like mm -hmm. the producers just kind of keeping everybody and all the pieces moving and going forward so that you can get a show out. Yep. And then they're going to schedule recording dates with hosts and guests, arrange audio and video personnel if you need that, schedule studio time if necessary, if you're a podcast that's in a studio, yep. um, and just really keep all the aspects of production on schedule as well. They're going to be a point of contact for your guest, um, and they're going to provide important information like recording invite links if you're doing Riverside or other remote platforms. They're going to provide best practices prior to interviewing. For an in-person interview, they might even send uh, recording dates, their own contact information, the time, the date, where they need to be. They'll just keep everybody on track. Yeah. And lastly, after everything is all done and they've you've done the recording, they're going to be the person who is communicating with that editor. Um, especially the way that we do it at PodCircle is that we're going to send all those files to the experts, the people that have the 10,000 hours around editing, and they'll create that content into audio and video podcasts, social clips, and last episode, we talked about outsourcing your marketing and content needs, which is also something that the PodCircle team can do for you and write episode show notes, blogs, create an email newsletter, anything like that that needs to happen from a copy or marketing standpoint as well. So. That's a big job description. Is that, is that ever a job that, uh, that you thought you would have? When you graduated from college? No, podcast producer was uh, never a title I imagined that I'd have. But honestly, um, when I was dreaming of what I wanted to be when I grew up, podcasts weren't a thing. It's true. They honestly weren't. I think the first podcast launched in 2003, which I would have been 12. But they really have gained popularity kind of starting in 2014. And so it's just proof of what I tell young people all the time. Young people, like I'm not young. Guys, I just turned 33. So oh, you're I am not feeling very young. Oh, um, but I often tell people what you're meant to do with your life may not be invented or have a need yet. And so I just really encourage people to be willing to learn and grow. And this is an area where I have learned and grown and got curious and Googled and put my 10,000 hours in and really gotten strategic around that. So here I am, a podcast producer for more than one podcast. <laughs> that is true. Just like Mackenzie's story, when you're starting out, you are probably most likely the producer of your own podcast. You're overseeing all the aspects of your show. You're coming up with ideas. You're booking your own guests. You're directing your own content and strategy. You might even be editing your own podcast, which I don't suggest that you do for long. Uh, you're just doing, you're doing it all. You're wearing all the hats. And remember what we say all the time that only 20% of podcasters make it to year two of their podcasts especially when they're trying to do it all, all themselves. So in this episode, we're going to talk about three things that you can gain from outsourcing your weaknesses and hiring an experienced podcast producer. The very first thing is just peace of mind. There are so many details that, I mean, have to happen in order to produce a single podcast episode, let alone mm -hmm. to maintain a consistent weekly or biweekly or even monthly show for a year yep. at a time. There's just a lot that goes into it. And most podcasters who are starting out, this is probably kind of like a side thing. They're not, they're not gaining a full-time income from this, or maybe they're right. just using this as a wing of their marketing in their business. So mm -hmm. if you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, and you're, you want to start a podcast, you're already juggling all the things in your business. Yeah. This doesn't need to be one of them. Uh, so a podcast producer 
can bring you the peace of mind that someone has your back, that you have a partner. You don't have to do it all yourself. Again, I just, I mean, I'm thinking as a business owner myself, I'm just like, I couldn't do this podcast without McKinsey. It's just, it wouldn't happen. This Mm -hmm. podcast goes out on a weekly basis because there's a team of people that understand the why, understand the how, put all the pieces together so that we can package this thing up for you and get it out to you on a weekly basis. It's a team effort for sure. Team effort, no doubt about it. Yeah, and I think the second thing that you can gain from hiring an experienced podcast producer is just strategy. I think this is one of my all-time favorite things to do as a podcast producer, so much so that I've started doing it for other podcasts outside my own. I just love the idea of how do we take something that's really good and make it even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years ago, I went through an exercise where I found like my core competency and the word that I kept coming back to you, like take all these words that you're good at and then you just keep boiling it down, boiling it down, boiling it down, boiling it down. And what is that core competency that has both a shadow side and a light side? And mine Mm -hmm. was optimization. I love to help people and things and processes be optimized. I'm always looking for that. Now there is a shadow side to that, but we won't talk about it. A podcast producer can wear those two hats, right? They can have this 10,000 foot view and the five foot view. Yes. I love getting above the day to day. It's an important part of producing and getting to the high level strategy, looking at like, how do we reach more people? How do we get our message out? How do we have consistent themes and a cohesive narrative throughout our entire episode, whether we're doing a series or whether we're just doing it on a monthly basis? Like, how do we just really get above it and think outside of the day to day? Because there is so much day to day to focus on. Mm. Um, but looking mm. holistically at the story, we're telling the overall themes and messages. I like bringing order to the chaos of a brainstorm and really thinking about our listeners and everything we do. So love that. Love that. And then the other part of that is just like getting down to it and having consistency and processes. So that's number three. When you outsource and bring in an expert podcast producer, you're going to have more consistency. You're going to create processes and you're going to have that peace of mind that we talked about. Mm. Can you imagine if your podcast ran like a well-oiled machine? That's like my love language right there. Oh, just be like, just sit there and like, oh, I know everything's going to happen. I know it's going to go out on time. I know everybody's going to do their job and they're going to follow it through. And it's not a weekly crisis. It's not like a, it's like, oh, I have to do, gosh, I got to get around to doing my podcast this week. No, 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 no. It's like, oh, I get, I'm excited I get to do my podcast because I know what I'm talking about this week. We have handles to this thing. And I know all the stuff's going to get done on the back end, all the post-production. And I know that it's going to go out on time. And you don't have to babysit it. You don't have the mental load of it. Like, I think that's a a buzzword for me right now as a mother and as (laughs) a, a partner and just a working professional, the mental load. If I could take something off of my mental load, I would pay a lot of money to do that. So. Part project manager, part ninja, a producer's job is to ensure that the show gets out consistently. They're responsible for the quality of the show and they manage the process and the people that it takes to get the show out. So as a podcast producer, I oversee all the tasks and I've created a sustainable process for the shows that I produce. Over time, I've learned things that work and that don't, but from ideation to interview prep, the production and the actual interview, to a first listen and edit sent to my incredible editor, Kyle, (laughs) social asset creation and more. It's my job to make it look seamless and then do it again for the next episode. 
And like I said, they're managing the process and the people. So depending on the size and scope of your podcast, that might just mean they're managing their own tasks and keeping you on track. Or maybe you have built out this podcast team of contractors and full-time employees and people that are all invested in making your podcast work. They're going to manage that as well. So that's going to continue to take things off of your plate. So I think you should have a podcast producer. (laughs) As we round out this episode, this isn't on our notes here, but we've talked about three main areas that you can outsource your weaknesses Mm -hmm. in this, in this process, hiring out your editing, um, hiring out your marketing for your podcast. And this one, hiring a podcast producer. I think it would be interesting if we, you know, for for the listener who's like, you know what, I know that there's going to be money involved, of course, in hiring out these, these weaknesses, you know, delegating these tasks and things. I would love to just prioritize those three things and break them down. And here would be just kind of my priority list. Like what's going to take the most amount of time away from you right right away? Like what's going to remove the friction to where you get those episodes out on a weekly basis? The first thing I would do is hire out your editing. That's the very first thing that I would do is hire a quality, experienced editor who knows you, knows your show, and is very, very good. The next thing I would probably hire out would be the marketing piece. Um, because mm-hmm. I think that from a from a financial standpoint, you're going to get the most ROI on that. You're going to it's yep. just going to get the most eyes and ears on your show. Uh, and the third thing would be when you can to hire that podcast producer slash content manager, that partner. I mean, that true yeah. partner in your show from a financial investment standpoint. That's probably going to be the biggest of all. It's definitely going to be the biggest of all three uh, to hire yes. someone really good. Um, so I would kind of do it in that way. Hire an editor first hire out your marketing, and then find that podcast partner, that podcast producer uh, to join your team. I agree 100%. That's the order I would do it in. And I think that's why we strategically designed it the way we did. As you continue to have more (laughs) margin, as you find more space and resources, I think that's the best way to go about it. So rounding this episode out, if you're tired of doing it all, like we've talked about, we've got you covered here at PodCircle. We do all of these things for clients day Mm -hmm. in, day out. At PodCircle, we want you to do less of what is not in your expertise so that you can get back to doing what you do best. Enjoy your show, get your time back. So I would invite you to schedule a free consultation with me. You can email me directly at kyle, K-Y-L-E, at podcircle.com. We offer a whole suite of services, including show notes, writings, you know, pulling social media clips, the audio video editing, all the things, the editing, the marketing, the producing that we've talked about today, we have tailored services for all of those things. We can provide custom quotes based on your needs, based on your budget. We do it every day. So reach out, kyle at podcircle.com. We also have links in the show notes. We have, we've got a link. So if you just want to go ahead and set up a Calendly call with me, my, my uh, call scheduling link is, is listed right there. Anything else, Mackenzie? I would just say as a reminder, if you want to see our beautiful faces while you listen, you can head over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel and watch all our episodes. And while you're there, give us a like, leave a comment, tell us what you want to hear more of. And if you're just saying, I need to figure out how to make my podcast work for me, I would love to have a strategy session with you. So you can email me at Mackenzie, M-I-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E at podcircle.com. Or if that's too hard, Email Kyle, (laughs) K-Y-L-E, and it'll get to me. Or email hello at podcircle.com. That will get to us too. Oh my gosh, all the emails. You probably didn't even know that email existed, Mackenzie. 
I didn't even know. I better go I, see you. Um, but if you need someone to help you get clear and get above your show and offer some expert outside opinion, I would love to chat with you. It's what she does. In this episode, these, these producing things, they're also strategy. Producing and strategy, yeah. that's what McKinsey does as a podcast producer. So if you want to hire someone that has that strategy brain that can help you just get in the weeds of your podcast, email my girl here. Email my girl here. So thank you for joining us for this series. I think this is the longest series we've done, but I think it's really important. And you can return back to this in different seasons when you find some more capacity or if you reach a breaking point. Come back and say like, now what could help me with this again? How do I get my time back again? Uh, I'm really excited about next week because we are going to be diving into some changes that Apple Podcast has been putting out into the world and maybe impacting what it looks like on your analytics page. If you've been seeing your downloads going down, we're going to talk about why that happened and why it's not actually a crisis. Yeah. And how you're actually probably not getting less downloads. It just looks yes. like you are. And so it's, I think it's confusing a lot of podcasters. There's been yeah. some recent news come out about it. So we're going to dive into it and hopefully put your mind at ease a little bit. Absolutely. We'll see you next week, friends. Mm-hmm.